Here you go, boys. Say, you both look like you got a furphy or two to tell. G'day, everybody, and welcome to Crackin' Furfies, the news commentary podcast with the boys and I crack furfies over some cold ones. I'm your publican, Drew Agnew, and joining me along the bar are my good mates, Tom and Dan. Boys, how are we going today? Good to see your faces. Howdy, howdy, howdy. How are you? I'm awful, Dan. <laughs> I, I asked how you're going first. You can't, you can't just throw the question straight, well, straight back well, to me. Well, I just played the Uno reverse card, so why don't you tell us first? Oh, oh shit. All right. Well, <laughs> if you've got the card, well, I'm going all right. I'm not too bad. I've uh, just uh, gone to my wife's gym, and I'm very sore. I can barely lift my arms above my head. Um, but so, think of them gains. It I, does happen when you try and lift gyms. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, big, big, um, big, heavy did, building. Did she give you the badge though? Uh, no, no badge. I probably lost, to be honest. That's probably why I didn't get the badge. <laughs> I didn't know my my typing matchups well enough. Went into Brock's gym with just a Pikachu. Mm. Just didn't even get the sprinklers either. Yeah, but I am a bit sore, so I think I've got like an allergic reaction. So I don't know if I'll I'll do it again. <laughs> reaction to exercise, I like it. Yeah, no, like, you know, the planking, I'm like, oh, geez, I'm swelling up a bit. My arm's a bit sore. I don't know. Uh, no, those are just the gains. <laughs> just, um, they're just immediate. Yeah, immediate gains. So that would be good. It's like, uh, it's like fast-forwarding a video game, the JRPG. You're just doing battles and battles, and um, within an hour, you got to level 50. It's good to yeah, go. Yeah, looking awfully swole. Yeah, no, I'm looking not. Thick, solid, tight. Mm, so... Basically, this podcast—it's a—it's uh, <laughs> audio only because Drew's selling his jock straight out the shower. He's a bit, a little bit lazy here today, but uh, a bit of a show for the boys, nevertheless. I'm sure Tom and Dan will well, very much if appreciate only you it. Could see what we could see, dear listener. Yeah, no. well, oh boy. It's, a, it's a feast for your eyes. Really. You can only see me from the the chest up. So, um, <laughs> if you could see my see my jocks, you'd be like, oh, you're wearing those. Those very cheap jocks with just the uh, names of the days on the Monday through the Sunday. I don't know if you boys rep them as well, but they're they're a little bit, little bit hit and miss because if you wear the wrong day, it throws out the whole week in the chaos. And of course, your partner or anyone that sees you bend over a little bit too far will be like, "Hey, it's not Monday, dickhead." I'm like, "Oh no, it's not fucking Monday, but they're clean. Leave me alone." It's just it's Monday just, somewhere oh. in the world. Fuck you. <laughs> it's Monday somewhere in the world, absolutely. On a Friday, I'm sure it's a Monday somewhere. <laughs> I devised a brilliant plan of buying them for both of my small kids. Mm-hmm. So I don't get the judgment, but I can still most days match the day to the undies, and then it helps me keep track of the week. Yeah, you're right. Oh, fuck, what day is it again? You just look at your kid's ass. Ah, Tuesday. <laughs> Fantastic. Hey, little Billy, come here. I forgot what day it is again. Mm. <laughs> Son, show me your ass. I don't remember what day it is. Look, if I did that for Lucas, I'll probably get, I'll get double points. I'll mm. mess it up both times. Like, well, I've got Tuesday on Lucas. I've got Wednesday on me, but it's actually a Friday. I'm ramping up to getting tattoos of calendars on their backs. <laughs> They're only going to be good for a couple of years. Like, I don't know. What is it? Every 10 years, a calendar comes back into rotation or something like that. So, I mean, maybe for their 10th birthday, I'll get one. Mm, that, that makes sense. Yeah. You could imagine like if we got the same treatment though, if we had a calendar from like 1999 <laughs> on our backs and just like scars from like being crossed off each day. Yeah. Nah, it's been... Scars from being cro- crossed off. What are we crossing off the days with? Like a knife or a machete or something? 
Yeah. Like, you know, or we could cross it off with with a sharpie. No. He's got dark. I'm just. I'm just get a pocket knife out. <laughs> oh, well, Dan, I, I honestly didn't know what other way to cross them off, but you do make a lot of sense. <laughs> we could use something a little bit less harmful, but. I mean, sticky dots, stickers. Yeah, they'll they'll come off though. You know what kids are like. Yeah. Uh, temporary tattoos on your real tattoo. Mm. Yeah, just the the ones out of the bubblegum wrappers. <laughs> <laughs> Bang. Well, I'm going all right, boys. So back to Dan. Your reverse card is now revoked. How are you being going, my friend? Oh, going, going okay. Um, job hunt is going in earnest. Not particularly enjoying that, but it, it'd be the way it'd be. You're not nailing um, any uh, targets with your bow and arrow as far as the job hunting goes? You're not taking down any big boars? Any uh, stags, anything like that? Nothing, nothing. Not, not yet. Uh, I'm just emerged. still wearing the camouflage in the bushes. Mm. Um, gonna take down that big job and mount its head on my wall. Ooh. The head being the the first paycheck. Well, you know what they say: <laughs> you've got to be out in the scrub to get the grub. All right, man. So uh, yes, keep trucking along. That old saying. Um, <laughs> and then I'll be getting a new tattoo on. On Saturday. Oh, nice calendar on the back. Fantastic. Nice calendar on the back. <laughs> um, it's going to be the Mayan calendar, and when we cross the fold, the days the world ends. Ah. Um, that old chestnut. And then after that, I'll be seeing your beautiful faces in person. Mate, you've got no idea how excited I am. Going to play some Switch sports. I'm going to smash oh. a TV. Are we actually? Is that is that what you're coming down for? Just a bit of uh, cheeky badminton with some with some joy cons. That's the only reason. The only reason. Well, there are absolutely no other reasons. I don't want you to, to even talk point. as you come into my house. We set up the switch. Don't even say a word. That's the only reason. No catch ups. <laughs> nothing. Chantel's just greeting me, like trying to show off Lucas. Like, and I get out of the way. I got some. Don't you dare look at my son yeah. like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the consequences of being a podcaster now, Dan. We actually can't talk outside the podcast. You got to save it for the content, even the little minute things. Uh, so, all right, Chantel. Um, I know this is the second time I've seen Lucas, but got to get that camera, otherwise it doesn't doesn't count. We got to stream. Mm, oh, it. that's right, that's right. Yeah, stream straight to Twitch. Get it for the gram. Yep, for the gram. Get it, get it for the gram, get it for the Spotify, get it for the Stitcher, <laughs> get it for the Apple Podcast, wherever you forget, listen to your fine content. <laughs> yeah, well, I do have uh, some audio of my son just screaming literally into the microphone, so that'll be a great episode, um, a nice 13-second <laughs> episode uh, just for uh, people nice to... to scare off all our three listeners. Yeah. Well, I was listening to a podcast the other day. We just put Lucas down to bed and I was listening to it. And um, one of the, the show's guests just had their kids just go nuts in the background. I'm like, this is uh, giving me anxiety that I had about 20 minutes ago. But now <laughs> it's completely silent in my house, but I can still hear it. <laughs> yeah. As Tom can uh, very much relate to a lot more than yes. any of us, I, I dare say. <laughs> I, I apologize if it's ever happened and it may happen again. Oh, no, that's fine. It is what it is. Like, I feel like... When it comes to doing the podcast, this is just a look into our lives and that is going to be a very, very big part of our lives with uh, loud kids. So yeah. it is, yeah. it's going to be what it is. Um, it's not going to be the way, it, it's not going to be the way it is for me for quite some time yet, but. You can steal a kid anytime, Dan. I, it's I, was, fine. To, <laughs> I was going to say, you can babysit <laughs> while we're doing the podcast. We'll <laughs> just put them in I'll your house. go through the shops, see someone with a pram and just hijack the pram. Oh, yeah. no, that's a bit rough, Dan, but. Uh, you got to do what you got to yeah, do. All, all right, I'll leave them in the frame. I'll just take the baby. <laughs> Those things cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, the baby or the pram. Um, I, I, I mean, <laughs> I'd rather pay for the pram. Let's be real. 
Yeah, well, I, de- I dare say if you sold a pram with the baby, that'll put its price up a little bit. It's like selling, it's like selling a cow in calf. You know, you get a bit more for it. The work's done. No yeah. pushing, no breeding, no sort of hospital fees. You know, it's an investment. None of that. Yeah, absolutely. And they'll grow up to a 10-year-old and think about how much they'll be worth. Oh, mate. A 10-year-old in the black market, that's uh, going to be making a solid profit. <laughs> We're going to get flagged at some point for um, child trafficking conspiracies. Yeah. It's <laughs> right. We've already sent Ash off to the UK. It's fine. Yeah. Mm. You know, we, we, got, yeah. we got rid of the problem. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sent old Yeller to the glue farm. <laughs> <laughs> He's crossing the rainbow bridge tonight. Mm. Yeah. No, well, Dan, enjoy the peace and quiet. It's uh, I should. I miss it. I shall. I miss it hmm. to some extent. Obviously, I love having my son. It's good, but heck yeah, peace and quiet is <laughs> <laughs> is, is it's limited. An, it's an adjustment, mm. isn't it? That, yeah. that, there's nothing bad about it. It's just so different to what you're mm. used to growing up for the first X amount of years. Yeah, there's just like so much more responsibility put on your shoulders. And uh, you know, I've had a couple of dogs in my time, but Jesus. Yeah. This kid. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So Tom, how you been going? I've been good. I've been I've been busy at work, which many apologies. Yeah, we've missed you on the show. We've missed talking to you. I've I've had some some mean amount of absences from the show. Um and I very stupidly agreed to go back and play soccer so it's been chewing up a lot of my weekends yeah so how has that been going because i decided not to play this year so i'm just yeah. i'm curious to see how how you've been going this year but you're playing b grade are you or you yeah yeah yep. i opted to step back i didn't want to jump straight in because the, the body's not what it used to be um but you know what it the games have been good but ever since i started playing we've lost every game oh. i'm not saying it's me but i think it's me <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, I was I I was really keen to play, and I honestly still am keen to play. Mm. I was just I went and watched a game, went and watched an A grade game, and they just mm-hmm. got flattened and obliterated. And I, I remember from like previous years where, you know, you don't even get the ball enough to have the satisfaction of playing soccer. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, I really want to play, but I don't want to just be running back and back and forward. So I'm like. Especially don't with- take no for an answer. Book in. Say I'm only playing B grade. Come play with us. The B grade should be our A grade. It's fully stacked. Well, yeah, that, that's what I was thinking because when I went there, um, it was stacked in B grade and mm. um, A grade was was with either new people or or kids, yeah. which yeah, which is right. fine. Like obviously nothing against them. I'm not a fucking an athlete or anything either. I should be oh. in C grade, but <laughs> well, well, you are now after going to the gym. So. Oh yeah, no, no gains, gains for days, Dan. On the gain train, yeah, gain train, That's toot right. toot, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I just felt like you know, with registration fees and limited oh, time, I'm like, oh, it, I don't know. It's a fair chunk of change to get back in. Yeah, was it was it two hundred or three hundred? 200 bucks. 200. So I thought it was 300. So I'm actually, that's yeah. not as bad as what I thought. So, but 200 bucks. Yeah, still. Um, and you know what? Dave has been pressing, pressing, pressing. Every time I see him, he's like, you know, he, obviously you guys are getting swamped by fans by doing your podcast. But how about just, you know, just <laughs> grab Drew next time and bring him down. I would, I, would, I would love to still do trainings, but I feel bad if I'm not playing. 
oh, pfft. why? There's no obligation. You're going down there for a bit of fitness, a bit of social interaction. Maybe I should. It's a, it's a oh, good I'll, I'll be, I'll be, I'll be happy to. It's just, yeah. Hmm. Um, yeah. I don't know. All seniors are down there this Thursday. That's all I'm saying. So you hear that, listeners? Join them this Thursday. Yeah, Millicent, <laughs> Millicent United, come down for a yeah. kick, eh? We, <laughs> we need players anyway, so. <laughs> we want pitch invasions and fireworks. I mean, by the time this, this podcast actually comes out, it will be long past this Thursday, but <laughs> oh, well, time machine. <laughs> well, yeah, I've been real bad at uploading them. I'm sorry, boys. Hmm. Not meant, just, a, meant as a dig, but you know. Oh, fuck it. Don't, don't forget to upload. Dan, it, it was a dig, and it, it was a very warranted dig. Don't, don't apologize. It's fine, my friend. Is this is this live to Facebook? All the our lovely socials at the moment? No, no, this is just recording. It's just yeah. recording. I thought we would just do a uh, you know a basic old recording tonight. No pressure from our one person just scrolling their Facebook feed. Uh, <laughs> well, I feel like it's it's probably a safe space for me to say mm. I'm very proud and very happy to announce that Megan and I are having another baby at the end of the year. <gasps> Well done, my friend. That is very exciting. Yeah. Congratulations. Um, I hope you're calling so it the, Dan. Dan <laughs> Drew McRobert. What? It needs to be, really. Even, even if it's a girl? Uh, I, I want to name him Dan Andrews McRobert. <laughs> yeah, why not? No, that's and awesome, dude. Well done. Um, is, that, is that still a secret? or Mostly, mostly yep. a secret, but I feel like... Um, we are we're at the period of time now. By the time that this gets uploaded, everything is all safe. All the um, correct testing we'll and things like that. Well, <laughs> I don't think we're quite that bad, but um, yeah, it's a uh, it's great news. So I'm I'm happy to share it and see some smiles and oh, it's a good feeling. You know, so your house is just about to get that a little bit louder, hey? Oh, mate, screams galore, <laughs> <laughs> and that, that'll be me at the kid. Yeah, Got nothing to do with the kid. It's funny. Shut up, I'm trying to record a podcast. <laughs> when your um like kids were little and they're crying, wah, wah, do you? I so, that's my time to be loud because now when he's now when he's in bed, I'm like all right, you know, I'm doing a podcast. I'm trying to be a little bit quiet, a little bit subdued. He's just in the the room next door. But when he's like full on screaming, I'm like, all right, this is my opportunity to get my screaming out. I go, I, go, oh, I sort of just mimic him. I don't know if that's just a me thing. I'm like, I'm like <laughs> just making my own like sounds. Just making fun of him. It's like, see, Lucas, this is what you sound like. Blair, yeah, Blair, kind Blair. of, kind of. And it's sort of just, you know, it gets, it gets, uh, you know, my stresses out. He, he's getting his oh. stresses out. When he calms down, I'm like, that's all right, mate. Pat him on the back. Yeah. Then it's just a bit of a burp comes out. Man, that's what you're after. Yeah. yeah. Then I work out, oh, I'm a bit gassy too. And I burp in his face. And <laughs> we're just, uh, you know, just bonding, just screaming just together. Trading. One for one, you know. Yeah. Keep it, keep it fair, keep it even. Yeah. So when he's five years old, I don't know if I'll get a get away with just screaming because you go to school and be like, "Your dad's just fucking nuts." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, no, that's uh, that's awesome, dude. I'm really yeah. excited for you. So thank you. How many how many kids is is that up to now? This will be this will be Bob's number three. Three. Yeah. Cool. Cool. So breeding a tribe. Yeah. I just want enough that they can carry me. Oh. So yeah. I don't have to walk anymore. Yeah. I mean, you're almost there. I mean, that's right. One more. I well, think four is enough for for head, head legs and torso or head legs and midsection. I'm right. Mm. Depends. Just, I, depends on how strong they are. Like if um if they if they're not like built like a like a like a brick shit house, you might have to have uh, three more, like three well, each side. That's true. <laughs> Many well, hands I was make thinking one of those 
thrones that gets carried through the street. Like, you know, four, oh, four yeah. seems like a good amount. Good Talon key. Mm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, see, this is going back to that investment period that we're talking about. Oh, of course. So, you know, another 10 years, I'm going to be sweet. You know, ferried everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> but then what are you going to do when the first one moves out? Then you're going to, have, going to have to replace it. Oh, no, I'll just, <laughs> I'll just charge him to move out. <laughs> <laughs> charge him to move out. I like that. <laughs> uh, so-, so you've got the uh, 20% living in house fee, but if you want to break contract, it'll be uh, 30 grand. <laughs> 30 grand from your kid. Where are they oh, going to yeah. get that from? You. Probably. <laughs> just pocket so, yeah. money over the years just gets just pushed back oh. to you. There you go. There's 30 grand in pocket money. So how the fuck? I didn't pay you this much. <laughs> Have you been pickpocketing my wallet or what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah. Yeah, good news. So, yeah, nice. Megan would be absolutely stoked, I dare say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, as you would know, early on can get a bit rough. Yeah, yeah. So while yeah. we get the easy job sitting back doing not much, but absolutely, um, yeah. So how how's she going? Things a bit bit sick and yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. Uh, that old classic. It's, I mean, very different to how the other two were, but she's just having a rough go of it. I think because she is just a, such a small person, it it's kicking her for six, but she's doing mm-hmm. really well. Unbelievable. She you never hear a complaint out of her mouth. She's just a soldier. Yeah, I, I know. Like Chantel, she was a bit. She was. She got very sick, and then she had like pelvic problems, and like the the whole. She hated the whole thing. Obviously, now she's like, hey, because she was like, I'm never having a fuck another one. Like she, she was like, I am, I am over this, and she was the last like week or so. She was just bouncing on a gym ball, just get this thing out of me. I'm like, just, yeah. just calm down. You know, like it's easy for me to say. I'm like, you know, just, just relax. Just sit down, watch TV, please. Go for a walk, watch TV. Just do yeah. nothing. But um, now that we actually have Lucas, she's like, it's like she's like, oh, we could have another one. Then she gets a bit, you know, she gets a bit sore. Oh no, fuck that! We don't have another one. But mm. yeah, it's a. I'm not sure yeah. whether we'll have another one or not. I'm not. It would be good having two, but at the same time, it's just like it's a, it's double the cost. It's double the house. It's double, you know, just everything's yeah. literally double. And um, yeah. I'm really looking forward to when he grows up a bit and we can start playing, and he's not just. A lump? Yes, yes. <laughs> a screaming, shitting lump. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be a screaming, shitting uh, mobile lump, I dare say, uh, very soon. But no, I'm, I'm looking forward to just seeing like what he's into. and. Um, I dare say video games. Yeah, oh. well, we... <laughs> Considering the house he'll grow up in, well, we have extremely easy access to. Yeah, well, definitely. Like if he says, oh, look, video games are pretty cool, he's going to have fucking all the games he, he could possibly play in his lifetime, honestly. I, I, I can't play all the games I've got. Mm. But I think a lot of men probably would have said that back in the day, like, oh, look, I've got like five sports cars and my son is going to fucking love them. And they grow up and they couldn't give a shit about what dad's into. And same with fishing or hunting. So oh, I've got all these guns and we go hunting every summertime. And, you know, the kid might not give a shit. And it could very well be the same about the nerdy stuff I'm into as well. So He's going to grow up to be a jock and just beat his dad up. <laughs> Give me your lunch money, Dad. He, he gets home, just throws his gridiron football at my face. Fuck you, Dad. Loser. Shaking you down for bum change. <laughs> it's like I don't carry cash anymore. It's uh, twenty forty. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have cash anymore. Leave me alone. 
Where's your pay wave? <laughs> you just double click and face ID my face. <laughs> no, Spe- I hope- speaking from experience, like I never really rammed any of that pop culture well, nerdy stuff down. I was like about to say you you're having a kid, you've rammed something, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I couldn't leave that. Hey, if it's there, you gotta take it, you know? So wide you, open. You haven't rammed pop culture stuff, yep. No, but like I still find my kids, I might mention something in passing and completely forget about it. And then just the other day, Felix, my oldest, was talking to me about Yu-Gi-Oh cards and I'm like, mate, <laughs> Mate. <what>? <laughs> this is wild. I'm sitting there having a conversation. Sit on Pa's lap. Let's dragon. have a chat. <laughs> yeah. Back uh, in then, my day, they were actual cards. And then you played your Dark Magician in attack mode and just completely obliterated him. Mate. But yeah, he he's... He's so smart, so switched on and just stoked on so many things. Like I'm blown away with the kind of person he is. And like I know if Lucas is going to be the exact same. Like he's going to be a just a joy. I hope joy so. to be around and oh. I'm sure no, sure sure he will be. Parents like you guys, how can he go wrong? Really? Yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. No, you're right. Have a bit more yeah. faith for myself. Yeah, you're right. Cuz <laughs> um I think it was, it was a big sort of, uh, I guess you could call it, not really a wake-up call, but just sort of put it in perspective. When I um, started dating Chantel, her brother was only 10 years old at the time and he had a PlayStation and was into games. I'm like, oh, look, this is going to be a great uh, sort of way of bonding with one another. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> you know, he's playing like all the games I've got no idea about, you know, like Fortnite yep. when it was like brand new and yep. um, yeah, just a bunch of other stuff, which I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like listen to video game podcasts every day, et cetera, et cetera. But I've got no idea about the stuff you're into as a 10 year old when I'm 21. Yeah. So, you know, it, it can go both ways. By the time he's old enough, there's going to be God knows what out. But yeah. I think obviously with my son, it's going to be like, well, I'm going to learn what this is and I'll be able to share it with you. Whether it's <laughs> ballet or some video game or yeah. whatever it is, be a lot of effort going in to sort of make sure you can. You can sort of share these things with your kid and push them forward to do whatever they want to do in life. I think that's that's important. My oath. Well said. It's so tricky too. Like even games being the overarching like context or subtext of you being able to bond with someone, there's so many different genres. Like Oh yeah. I'll I'll sit down and I'll play a racing game, but like I couldn't ever have a conversation with someone that was a full-on car head that played games you know yeah i've got no idea about engine specs i just know vroom vroom goes fast mm. that's it i like i like doing laps i like doing burnouts drifting but i'm like you know i i don't get into Fortnite or anything like that so i know exactly how you would have felt it's just whew, doesn't appeal to me i can appreciate it but it's not you know, it's not my cup of tea. Yeah. When we say like games are like a big like passion of ours, as uh, they're becoming so like big and wide reaching that there's certain aspects where we just will never touch. Like I was, um, I, sh- I bought like a racing wheel for my PC and looking into all like the sim races and all that, like people get way into it, spend thousands of dollars and they're yeah. like talking about like car culture and all that. And it's interesting listening to, but it's just, it, it's out of it's way out of the mainstream sort of view on video games where it's like, oh, did you play uh, Elden Ring or like you know, the, the latest <laughs> yeah. game that comes out? But there's just so much more beyond it. Whereas if you're looking yeah. in like 
just like the depths of Steam or the depths of the eShop or the PlayStation Network. There's there's so much more to it. And I think it's um, honestly a lot more interesting than just uh, seeing what the latest game is on IGN. And I'm trying to sort of yeah. go go those directions a little bit more and see what more's out there, sort of stretch my gaming muscles a little bit more apart from playing just like, you know, there's Mario game coming out. Cool. I'll play that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it, it, it's, it's nuts. Like I feel like over... You know, when I was a when I was young, when I was a kid, you know, there was like there was Sega and Nintendo, and then after that, like the PS One, the Dreamcast. There, there was like certain <laughs> games that everyone had because they knew they were good. And you know, if you were like, "Oh, yeah, have you got blah 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 blah," everyone would know what you were talking about. But everything's got so deep in each direction and so niche. Like I've got no idea about most things that come out. <laughs> God, we are saying like that. So, like, what is this? A new mod con? Yeah, 100%. But, like, I just find gaming culture currently fascinating. It's just, it blows my mind. Like, there's a, there's a, a guy that lives around here in the Mount, maybe a little bit further out, um, Blake McKinnon, um, whom I met through a mutual friend. And he, um, he makes codes games solo by himself and oh, he's, sweet. he's he's got uh, i think maybe one or two up on the nintendo shop hmm. and he is the the he's so smart and he's such a lovely dude and i just like that's one person putting out games think of how many other solo people there are in the world that could be doing their own niche thing like hmm. it just blows me away i would I'm actually be able to do I, that. I would love to do that so much just to have the time to really learn how to make a game and like obviously at first it's going to be crap and you're going to make a less crap one and less crap one and just build your skills as you go on. But I think it would be awesome just to you know, spend your time making games and podcasts and music or, you know, whatever your passion is, what you want to do. Because yeah. how, how are you going with music these days? Are you still doing it much or? I mean, I, I, I pick my, my guitar up every day. Like I'll never not pick it up. Yep. But I, I mean, as you would know, Life gets tricky when you become a parent, and there's just mm. you know, I'm I'm here to make sure that they're safe and they're fed and they've got everything they need. So it's always going to be an interest. It's always going to be a hobby, but it's not going to be something I pursue very much. Like oh, I've got a few recording programs on this PC that I, I chip away on with little projects, but they're probably just going to be for me. Like they're not ever going to be for anyone else. It's just me having a laugh. I'm like you know smash a few beers and have a, have a strum and see what I can come up with, but it'll never see the light of day to anyone else. Not going to go get into the top 100 on Spotify? Nah, never. <laughs> right Only on the, with cracking coffees. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, well. <laughs> uh, um, do you have anything to put in about that, Dan? Oh, it's just I find that it's interesting. Well, go back to the gaming, how gaming culture is kind of, it's, Things have gotten a lot more mainstream, mm. which is, and it's kind of good. And it's kind of like everything, every game that's coming out now kind of almost feels very much the same. Yeah. It's been feeling like that for a little while now, hasn't it? Because yeah. everything that's coming out is aiming, is trying to capture that mass appeal that there now is. And that takes, so I using, I played Horizon Forbidden West recently, and I think I was, one way I described it to someone else is that there are so many other games that does each little bit of what that game does better. 
It's just kind yeah. of so it's just it's become so broad that things kind of have started to blend in together a bit. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah. like it was only like a few years ago where everyone's talking about like probably when I was in high school actually people on the internet were like oh no video games are such a good medium it's like you know, it's art it's you know it's just a, an artistic sort of way to put your message out there and all that and it's to the point now where everyone's like yeah we agree a lot of people play games and it's only like a maybe maybe like the older sort of generation that didn't grow up with them so much who's like doesn't truly understand them and well it's not that they don't understand it, but it's just they're so inaccessible to them because picking up a controller or a keyboard and mouse is just what the fuck do I do with this? And I, I, yeah. I, I totally it feels get that. So foreign, yeah, yeah. I, I totally, I totally get that. But now I think we're at the point where you know, video games—they are just a medium. Everyone's got a, a a PC or your iPhone that plays them or whatever. But yeah. I wonder if something will come out in like ten years that you'll try and hand us like a controller or something, oh, and we'll just be like, hundred oh, percent. I don't no, know mate. how to jack into the internet like this. We've been with it from the start. <laughs> but well, we, used to, we used to be down with what it was, and then they changed it, and now it scares and frightens me. Well, you see, well, you see, like um, whenever like a new social network comes out, like TikTok or something, and a lot of our generation, like I think a lot of people have picked it up now. But when it first comes out, it was like, oh, what's this? I just fucking used Facebook and we messaged each other and I joined groups. What's this? What are these fifteen-year-olds uh, dancing everywhere? Like, you can yeah. you can see it just with simple stuff like that. You know, it's just it's another social network with video on it, man. It's not that complicated. But as uh, times go on, I feel like we're going to be like stuck. We are. We might be a little bit open more than the generations that came before the computer. <laughs> but I feel like we are going to be there if we don't keep up open-minded. I feel like each generation is really quick to reject something that comes out. Yeah. Yep. And, like, I feel you know, I'm, I'm, like, a little teensy little bit older than you boys, but, like, I – it's not that I've rejected TikTok. It's just, like, I know – for me personally, that'll be a time sink. Like that's something oh. I'll. Oh, I re- rejected TikTok. If I do get on it, bang, it, it'll it'll just mm. it's a time sink for yeah. me. Like I, I've I got um, that addictive personality that if like I see something, I'll just keep going. Well, because like YouTube and Instagram and Facebook have implemented the exact same thing, just with the reels and the stories. Yep. Um. Yeah. That I, I find myself just like half an hour just de- like depletes. I'm like, oh god! Like, I, you know, you could have been reading a book or playing a game or just going to bed. <laughs> but yeah. you're just like watching. Like, it just it gets your attention so quickly because you, you get a joke set up and a punchline in eight seconds. Oh, that was good. Then you go to the next one. It's just so addictive. You're getting so much information fed to you, and um, it, it is it is a little bit scary because just with our attention spans, like, I, I feel I feel my own attention span just depleting, and yeah. all of these things are just feeding that. I feel like that with games now too. Mm, like I, yeah, I used to be a lot worse than what I am now. But I'd be like, "All right, sweet, new games come out. This looks great. I'm going to sink a whole heap of time into it, and, and I'll just burn done. out way too quickly." And yeah. I'd be like, "Well, never play that again." Yeah, I feel like play over five hours and I'm like, and I'm done. Yeah. yeah, and I'm trying to like push back against that because. At the moment, I'm playing a JRPG. I'm about 10 hours in. It's probably going to take like 50 hours to oh, beat. So you've just left the first town then. Yeah, well, tell you. Yeah, I'm, I'm playing. I'm playing the second one now because yep. the first one, I, it, I just saw so many improvements in the second one. I'm like, I can, I cannot keep playing this one. And it went on sale, so I picked it up at Telia Sophie too, 
And yep. I'm like, I'm going to finish this. I'm going to make sure I finish it because I'm enjoying it. I'm really enjoying it. So putting it down makes no sense when you spend all the money on it. And I want to start reading more books, make sure I get through them. And just oh. like not spending just time on YouTube and just watching these these reels. And Daddy, preach. Yeah. And <laughs> yeah, that's right. Read a book, you bloody millennials. Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> especially since, you know, we're recording a podcast. We're half an hour in. Have people yeah. left already because they're just like, oh, this we haven't got a punchline. We got no punchlines here, guys. We're sorry. We're just talking. Mm. This feels like the first really good vent, or not vent, but just like in-depth conversation. I feel like I've been a part of <laughs> since we've started. Yeah, no, we're just but, uh, what, just, we're just uh, vibing at the moment. Yeah, no, we're just having the chat. It's just, a good, good catch-up. Lads having a vibe. Mate, this is a good decompression session. Yeah, oh, we need it. I'm just I'm looking at your headphones with like the green screen set up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> did you notice that, Dan? Because when he came I in, I just that and I was like, oh, they reflect. Nope, nope. They're like green screening, and it's kind of That's throwing me eye. out a little bit. Yeah, because like before, like the eye showed up. Because just for audio listeners, Tom's wearing uh, razor headphones, which are green, but he's green screened it, so it's just like you can see the eye, like eye and a mouth. Just oh god. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's Jim Carrey. Oh, Jesus Christ. That's even worse. It's just your face. Just inside of Jim Carrey's Christ. face. That's I'll awesome. Get inside your face. Well, there's my sleep paralysis demon tonight. Um, um, he, he's gonna... So, audio listeners, he just keyed in a picture of Elon Musk over the top. Oh, it was Elon Musk, was it? <laughs> no, it was definitely Jim Carrey. So, uh, little known fact, mm. uh, me and brother Ash... Mm-hmm repost this photo of Jim Carrey quite frequently on Facebook every it's, now and then. It's funny and I see all the angry uh, reacts you get as well. <laughs> I like the to imagine is, some people out there are just like, you ruin their day because Jim Carrey's face comes up. I don't know how Jim Carrey can... The same photo of Jim Carrey every day. So It's a, it's a great it's a service job. you're doing for everyone in the, in the local area. Someone's having a bad day, they just see Jim Carrey's face. And, and then they angry react. That was him at his peak, so I feel oh, yeah. like I'm doing a set. Handsome man, very talented, extremely talented. He's um. Uh, so at his peak was when he was playing Dr. Robotnik, right? <laughs> he was great as Dr. Robotnik. Sonic I am sad that he won't come back for a third. I hope he does. Oh, well, I have heard that Sonic 2 has gotten some extremely poor reviews. Really? As in, not quite Morbius bad, but it's next fine. year. Up. It's fine. It's a kid's movie. With Sonic the, and the first, the first Sonic was quite a good movie. I enjoyed it. Well, I think I the second, like the second was on par. Yeah, the second was on par, or maybe a little bit better. There was a little bit more to the story. It played a little bit more into the video games with like Tails and Knuckles, and Doctor Robotnik looked a lot more like Doctor Robotnik in the fucking Sonic games. I thought it was a fucking good time, Dan. Shove your reviews up your ass. All right, I'm a big so- Sonic fan now. Have I played um, many of the games? No, I'm just a fake fan. Mate, Sonic Mania. All you need. Mm. I will, I'm done. Speaking of Sonic fans, I got, I, I got to say, um, <laughs> there, was, there was one time I got uh, invited onto a Sonic podcast yeah. um, because they wanted to do, they wanted to do a debate of what's better, Mario or Sonic. So they, they must have just like typed in Mario podcast and we come up because we're called the House of Mario. And um, <laughs> basically on the show, one of the guys was like, how do you do a podcast just about Mario? I'm like, oh, well, we don't just talk about Mario because if we did, we'll probably want to kill ourselves, you know. I don't know how we just discuss. <laughs> I didn't, didn't say this. I'm just playing it up for this bit now. Yeah. But it's like, no, we don't just talk about Mario. We're called the House of Mario, a Nintendo podcast. It's in the name. But look, if you if you can't, short extension spans, what we're talking about before, you can't read a whole sentence. 
So it, <laughs> thanks for doing your research. But it was um it was interesting because I had uh, like four dudes just like and me and the, the other guys were Team Sonic. And they're just like, you know, Sonic, it's it's all about the story. It's all about this. I'm thinking to myself, what? All right, well, <laughs> that's what you want to watch Blue for your story. Blue Boy goes fast. That is yeah. story. I think Blue, I know. Blue, Blue Boy goes fast and eats chili dogs. Like there's there's <laughs> there's no denying that Sonic Sonic's story is better than Mario's. There's no denying that. No one's going to deny that. But Mario doesn't, Mario doesn't have a story. <laughs> we don't, we don't <laughs> play it for the story. If we played it for the story, we'd probably... Wouldn't have bought the same game uh, forty times each. Yeah, like, we we get it. He's gonna save the princess, like, but eventually. Yeah, no, we'll get there. Now, question: mm. Did you ever play Super Paper Mario on Wii? I did. Yeah, I did not. That for me was groundbreaking because I never played um, Paper Mario on the sixty four. Yeah. Yep. It was on the yeah sixty four on GameCube. And then um, the origami or origami king mm. for Switch, even better. I I, I still am I know, a little bit more biased to the one that was on Wii than on Switch, but great games. Yeah, they I love have, the fact that so they do. Those games actually have some pretty cool stories, don't they? Like. It's not groundbreaking, but it's fun enough to drag you along, and all the characters have like heaps of personality. Each, little, even the toads. Yeah, that one's blue, <laughs> <laughs> and um, he goes fast. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I think that going fast should lead us into cracking a few fast yeah. ones on our phones. Yeah, absolutely. what a segue. Oh, that was a that was a very well done segue. <laughs> oh, beautiful, Tom. Chef's kiss segue. Mm. Like Let's keep discussing this segue just to ruin it, eh? <laughs> what a segue and a half. Um, so, do you have furfies this week, Drewby Doo? No, I do not. I've um, I decided should I have a shower or should I make some furfies? And I decided to do neither. No, I had a shower. <laughs> so, what do we reckon? Tom isn't very confident. So, should we make him go first and have the the headliner I, be Dan? I think so. I think so because oh, I'm mate. quietly Ooh. quite confident in my furfies. Uh, you're week. always confident. You're a buddy. You're, you're the dude in your class at school who's like, oh look, I've got, I've, I'm very organised for my presentation. But you know, you'll be you'll be up there. But then you're like, fuck, I'm a bit nervous reading my cue cards. But here we go, Tom. He hasn't done any homework. But he's just, he's a bit cocky. He's, he's, he knows what he's doing. And he gets no, up see, there and see, he wings it I, and he I gets a B minus. second one and it always worked for me, so. <laughs> yeah. The, we'll save that story for another time. I've gas bagged on far too long. Let's get into the, the meat and potatoes of the show. I love some meat and potatoes. Mate. Oh, fuck. Oh, give me those <laughs> meat and potatoes. <laughs> Boys. All right. Delicious pub meal for you right there. Oh. Oof. You have never gone to a pub and ordered meat and potatoes. <laughs> You've never I had dare you to say it next pub. You just meat and potatoes. You go see and you, what they bring in. You just get a like I, I I believe the last pub we were at, we both had the meat and potatoes and we had steak and chips. Potato? <laughs> Look, I'll okay. take that back. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if, if you want to say potatoes are chips, like obviously potatoes are uh, uh, chips not made out of potato. They, they 100% are. But when you say potatoes, you're getting a potato. You're not getting chips. You're not getting a product from a potato. 
All right, um, listeners, chime in, but I feel like we've taken Tom, the shine away from Tom's Murphy's too much. Never. This is. I want to hear the end of this debate. Uh, no, look, look, I'm not. I'm not letting you fucking walk away from this, Dan. When you, if 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 you a see, potato on, comes in many forms. It hundred percent does. So chips made out of potato. It's a potato. So if you're like, I oh, look, I steak and chips. So if you're like, I want some fries. And like, you just did, say, they all, did the fries all come from the same potato or separate potatoes? <laughs> Meat and potatoes, plural. You're looking at some fries and you're like, oh, look, it says on the menu potato. And you just order that and then you get fries. Is that what you expect? Yes. Okay. All right. I made out of potato. You know what, Dan? If, if you they need to apply fries, for that lawyer's job. Like yeah, I reckon. Go and get that lawyer's job. You, you knuckled him down with straight logic there. You just, you so just, like, you see chips on the menu. Do you expect them to be made out of potatoes or you expect them to be made out of something else? Well, obviously, potato. Obviously, potato. But I, do I they have my gates? <laughs> Tom, Tom, what's your final verdict? Yeah, yeah, Tom, what's the verdict? Right. Oh, thank you, Tom. Oh, look at that, Dan. We can still be friends. Diplomatic. <laughs> Very diplomatic. <laughs> I am Sweden. <laughs> uh. all right um i'm gonna hit you with some headlines prepare yourself oh all right man in wig throws cake at glass protecting mona lisa right <laughs> rare albino giant galapagos tortoise hatches Ooh. at swiss zoo perhaps i am sweden and uh, NYC qui- crime squirrel busted, excessive loot stash found. Oh, all right. So was the stash nuts? Well, that's you know what. I'll go bottom up so you can get the uh, oh, bottoms up, the, boys. The meat bottoms and potatoes up. of that story straight away. Uh, it reads as following: colloquially dubbed Bugsy. After the 1920s gangster Bugsy Siegel, a certain tree-climbing rodent has turned from storing not only food for the winter, but also dozens of lost items from Central Park. Oh. Stephen Collins, an eyewitness, has reported seeing a squirrel with a noticeable striped pattern carrying what appeared to be a watch. (laughs) uh, How to get it off someone's wrist. (laughs) I imagine it had been left behind. But yeah. He's just... Why do you take your watch uh, off at the park as well? There's lots of questions I've got. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, a watch of some description up a tree in the northwestern part of Central Park overlooking the lake. When animal control arrived at the scene to assess the situation, they quickly filed a report with the 22nd precinct to try and reconnect owners to their lost possessions. So not only was there a... Uh, a cache of nuts. It was laced with different items. Um, said watch was apparently engraved and returned to its owner. All right. Well, that's a cute little story. I like. I like squirrels. I wish we hadn't had them here. I when I was a kid, I really wanted the squirrel as a pet, and I thought that'd be I've awesome. Got, we've got possums though. They're like the Australian version of a. Squirrel they are not. They are not. The squirrels with rabies, bro. Yeah. So do, so do possums. <laughs> Well, no, I said possums are squirrels with rabies. Ah, yeah. S- squirrels are chill as, man. I've been to Central Park. Those things are cool. Yeah. Um, all right. 
rare albino giant Galapagos tortoise hatches at Swiss Zoo. A Swiss zoo said the hatching of two giant Galapagos tortoise eggs at the facility came with an extra dose of surprise when one of the hatchlings turned out to be the first albino of its species ever observed in captivity. The Tropiquarium in Servion said zookeepers were excited about the hatchling of the two endangered tortoise eggs that they were surprised to find one of the hatching, hatch, hatchings? Hatchings is an albino, meaning it has no pigment. The tortoise's sibling is black, the same color as its parents, the zoo said. This is the first time in the world that an albino Galapagos tortoise has been born in captivity. The zoo said in the birth announcement, albinism is a rare is rare in turtles with approximately one case per 100,000 individuals compared to approximately one case in 20,000 individuals in humans. It's about five times as rare. Very rare indeed. Mm. Very rare like the steak I have with my potatoes. <laughs> wow, what are you watching? <laughs> have, you, have you guys ever seen an albino person in real life? Because I reckon I've come across maybe two or three in my lifetime. Um, don't know. Not, not that I can recall. Like, I mean, it's it's kind of tough to pick it. Like, you just see people with pale skin and fair hair. And it, it, you know, they could just be blonde. Yeah. Are, are they are they albino or are they just a blonde Irishman? We may That's never right. know. Mm. I, 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 know, I know that I'm not albino anyway. <laughs> Don't believe the lies, all right? This is a simulation. Drew is actually very pale. I'm a pale boy. He's the darkest pale person I've ever seen. <laughs> the pale knight. <laughs> the pale knight. Christian pale. <laughs> All right. Uh, man in wig throws cake at glass, protecting Mona Lisa. A man seemingly disguised as an old woman in a wheelchair threw a piece of cake <laughs> at the glass, protecting the Mona Lisa at the Louvre Museum and shouted at people to think of planet Earth. Uh, the Paris Prosecutor's Office said Monday that 36-year-old man was detained following Sunday's incident and sent to a police psychiatric unit. An investigation has been opened into the damage of cultural artifacts. Videos posted on social media showed a young man in a wig and a lipstick who had arrived in a wheelchair. The man, whose identity was unknown, was also seen throwing roses in the museum gallery to slack-jawed guests. <laughs> the cake attack left a conspicuous white creamy smear on the glass, but the famous work by Leonardo da Vinci wasn't damaged. Security guards were filmed escorting the wig-wearing man away as he called out to the surprise visitors in the gallery, Think of the earth! There are people who are destroying the earth. Think about it. Artists tell you, think of the earth. That's why I did this. All right, the well. thing with the thing with that, in what way does smearing cake over the Mona Lisa prompt anyone to think about environmental damage of the planet? How dare you? I mean, How I walk, I walk past the bake, bakery and I'm like, oh shit, the ice caps are melting. <laughs> but I don't know about anybody else. <laughs> Every day, 
You're in tune. You, I feel like you get this guy, Dan. It probably was Dan. <laughs> I mean, no one can confirm or deny that I was in Paris recently. Is this the reason why you're job hunting? Um, my lawyers <laughs> have advised me not to answer that question. <laughs> you are going for that lawyer's job, aren't you? I'd like um, to say you become a lawyer, Dan. I really would. Do it. I reckon you'd go well. Yeah, do it. Um, I object. No comment. <laughs> Objection! Overruled. <laughs> Sustained. Um, so what are you thinking, Drew? Oh, look, story number one sounds, sounds ridiculous, but of course, in, uh, in the world we live in, there's a lot of ridiculous stories that uh, are told here on this show, but I think story number two, oh, look, doesn't really jump out at me. Don't know. But story number three, just the, the whole idea about, I'm just so hung up on a squirrel. <laughs> like stealing somebody's watch. Why is somebody at the park with their watch off? They're like, oh, look, I'm going to sit down and have a nice picnic. Take off my watch. Put it down there. So I don't get any, any of my uh, sandwich uh, crumbs onto my watch when I put it up to my mouth. And Look, look I'm American. I've got my uh, peanut butter and jelly sandwich. Oh, I'll go enjoy this in the park. It's going to be fantastic. But as a squirrel just comes up, oh, a little watch. and got a, got a, This will be good in the, the middle of my nut stash. Oh god! I can tell the time. It's like a, it's like a fucking big clock to me because I'm a squirrel. I'm tiny. Then <laughs> he just uh, takes that back. And how heavy that watch would be to a squirrel. I, I'm, I am imagining like a businessman watch. By the way, not like a light Fitbit <laughs> or something like you know, like a steel sort of, uh, sort of band and that on it. I'm imagining that. So I'm, I'm just gonna call story number three just purely because of that. I think I'm wrong, but I don't, I don't care. I just want, I just want that that bloody squirrel. To get what he's after. And look, after watching a lot of Ice Age, I know that thing's not a squirrel, by the way. Um, is it? No, it's like a... It's it a saber-toothed squirrel. Saber-toothed squirrel. And Scrap. it did get what it was after in the end. It, it, it always gets the nut. So He was busting a nut that whole time. He was. Well, I don't know if he was busting a nut. <laughs> you're, you're watching... He was busting a nut to get that nut. Ah, now, that's the terminology I'm looking for. I was about to say, have you been going on some websites looking at some Ice Age paraphernalia? Yikes. That's some strange fanfic. Yeah. It's a good one, though. Good writing, just like Super Mario. <laughs> Well-structured. Well yeah, no, it's great. So, yeah, story number three. Um, so, I do know one of them is correct. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, Ash, all right? Spirit <laughs> of Ash is with us, even though he's 15,000 kilometers away. Um, I noticed a noticed a typo in story number two: hatchings instead of hatchlings. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah that's true. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I'm leaning towards story number two more than story number three. Ooh. Is that is that purely because of that little uh, little mishap by Tom? He's a he's a Possibly. stickler for the spelling. Yeah, um, I would hope an hope an editor would have picked that up before publishing. But then again, we also saw from my Kotaku app. Uh, Article last week that they don't always spot these these things. No, I don't think. Um, it, but also, Kotaku, there's a brand new Pokemon game coming out, and they had a they I forgot the name of the legendary uh Maradon, um basically saying Marad the article the headline was Maradon looks like a dick, or a new Pokemon looks like a dick, <laughs> and everyone's just like, are you are you serious? Like, I mean, it, I have seen that meme going around on Instagram. So it's all it's all well and good having a bit of fun with your publication, but just like, hey, this Pokemon looks like a dick, 
And especially when it doesn't, it's like, all right. <laughs> no, no, no. They, they just witnessed him kicking puppies. <laughs> it's not a, not a comment on his uh, physical appearance. It's just his uh, personality. Yeah, it's just like, yeah, no, you. You're a mean man. You're a dick. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. But yeah, so story number one <laughs> is a true story. Mm. And I'm going to look in number two as the first. Okay. I really like the idea of a squirrel with a watch in its hideout. Oh, fuck. I love that idea. Yeah, that's <laughs> nah, a great idea. <laughs> well, I was right in oh. saying that I didn't think I would get get through this week, having mm. tricked you both. But, but Drew picked the furphy. Oh, well done. Apparently hatchings must be a word. Um, I w- I'm going to m- write a complaint letter to the editor of that publication <laughs> and tell them they're not doing their job. Mm. Oh, look, I'm, oh, I'm really why. proud of that one. So mm. literally my my thought just like actually helped me get <laughs> that one. Just like surely no one takes off their watch out in public. That is a bad idea. Yeah, You're going to yeah, lose your watch. There's fucking thief squirrels roaming around the place. Probably just people in general. I think if you take off your watch and you like put it down yeah. for a squirrel to come and get, someone else is definitely going to go and take it, <laughs> let alone a bloody squirrel. So, wow, all right. Well, I'm pretty proud. I'm going to crack a few beers here. Oh, <laughs> just, just crack a whole oh, six-pack. <laughs> mate, publicans right, gone wild. Funnel so I can drink them all before they get warm. Yeah, none. Just shout to everyone. Have a beer, boys. <laughs> what, you don't like Furphy? Fucking drink it anyway. It's free. It's on the house. <laughs> now, you don't like free beer. What is wrong with you? I I hope that you're drinking those chicken salt beers. I haven't found them yet, but I am hunting. I, I, I saw it in the Discord, and I was like, if he's not drinking them, I'm going to be disappointed. I want to. Ch- I like chicken salt. I like beer. Surely it's a good combination. <laughs> I like chicken salt, but I don't Apparently know how so I'd go drinking it. The bottle shop that I the, the my my normal reliable go to bottle shop. Um, went in on the Sunday. They started selling them on the Friday, mm-hmm. and they also sold out on. The oh, Friday. everyone's like, "Fuck yeah, chicken salt!" Yeah. <laughs> so, thirsty camel, lift your bloody game. I don't know what the the whole chicken salt uh, situation is globally, but in Australia, we love our chicken salt. If it's just normal That's salt, Australian on, invention. Yeah, yeah. If if it's just on your, if it's just normal salt on your chips when you're getting takeaway. No, what the fuck is that? No good. Put it in the bin. We need some yellowy salt. Mate. We need some chicken salt that's uh, just ground up chicken bits. That's oh, how it's made, no. surely. That's, uh, that makes sense. This is how I could have tricked everyone. I should have written a story about chicken salt this week and we would have all gone out and bought tubs of chicken salt and saved that bloody <laughs> franchise as well. <laughs> you do a thing like uh, uh, you know, in South Australia, they're banning chicken salt. Oh, fuck. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> all right. So now I know. If, any, if you come up with a story like that next week, I know it's fake. I'm buying a silo and I'm filling it with chicken salt. <laughs> So anyway, <laughs> where can I sign this petition? Speaking of uh, items that can be commonly found around chicken salt, let's move on to my furfies. Oh, right, Meat potatoes. <laughs> California court rules that bees are a type of fish. What? <laughs> California court rules that bees are a type of fish. No, I heard it, but what? <laughs> uh, Kuwaiti shop caught sticking googly eyes on fish. Oh, that's a good idea. <gasps> I like that. New species of fish discovered with three sets of eyes. Ah, uh, the so, Simpsons. Gotcha. Blinky. Mm. What up? Blinky Bill. And they Story got a mate. number one. A trio of judges in California said on Tuesday that 
bees could legally be classified as a type of fish as part of a ruling that gave added conservation protections to the endangered species. The issue presented here is whether the bumblebee, a terrestrial invertebrate, falls within the def- definition of fish, the judges wrote in their ruling, and they concluded it does. Formerly, the problem for bee lovers and lovers of all Californian terrestrial invertebrates was down to the way that protected animals were, had been classified in the state's laws. While four bee species were classified as endangered in 2018, land invertebrates are not explicitly protected under the California Estate, sorry, Endangered Species Act, which protects endangered native species or subspecies of a bird, mammal, fish, amphibian, reptile, or plant. But the law's Fish and Game Code, which establishes the basis on which plants and animals are protected, defines a fish as a wild fish, mollusk, crustacean, invertebrate, amphibian, or part spawn or ovum of any of those animals. Given that many of the above marine creatures aren't even fish, California has been arguing ever since about whether invertebrate here should apply to bees. The appeal overturns a ruling from November 2020 that was backed by major agricultural groups, Law on Crime reported. There, the judge ruled that invertebrates in the Fish and Games Code fish definition only applied to marine invertebrates like anemones or sea urchins. But Tuesday's appeal, the judges ruled that they were obliged to liberally interpret the Endangered Species Act terms to ensure it, make sure it could be effective. Although the term fish is colloquially and commonly understood to apply to aquatic species, the judges said, legislative jargon in this case could be justified in expanding the definition to include bees. The judges added that frogs are also protected under the fish section because of its inclusion of amphibians. All right, this is why Dan should apply for that lawyer's job because he wrote that story. <laughs> I'm not mm, even I can kidding. Neither, uh, I'm going to advise my client that they can neither confirm nor deny that. Why would they go that ham on doing that and why wouldn't they just change the legislation and be like, yeah, we'll protect bees. Just chill. Because it doesn't involve guns, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Bees, Does bees my gun shoot bees? And if not, why not? Mm. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a baffling one. If that The thing is like, I would like to believe Dan made that up, but some, like, some of the things in the US, like that, the country does a lot of great things. It's a great country, but some things are just so backwards. It make no sense. Like, And just with all the, you know, all the stuff in the news at the moment about, you know, certain laws in different states, you're like, what the fuck are you guys doing? <laughs> like, so just the idea of, of just there's no category for bees to fit into. They're like, oh, well, we're fucked. We'll just put them under fish. That's, <laughs> that is not, that is not a stretch with um, how the lawmakers in the states are handling things. So... <laughs> nah, you're not, you're not fooling me. You're not swaying me. Dan wrote that story and I'm sticking firm. All right, all right. I'll, all right, I'll listen yeah, to the rest and we'll, I'll make up I my don't mind. Care but how outrageous these other stories are. That's got Dan's stank all over it. Oh, Dan's right, just if... fucking lifted his leg and pissed all over that one. <laughs> <laughs> let's see if story number two makes you change your mind. Kuwaiti shop caught sticking googly eyes on fish. A fishmonger in Kuwait has been shut down for sticking googly eyes on fish to make them appear fresher. (laughs) A video of the fish was first circulated among local WhatsApp users. And images, including one showing one of the fake eyes slipping off, 
have been shared on social media by local bloggers and newspaper Al Bayan. Rival Kuwaiti fish sellers reacted by advertising fresh fish without a cosmetics with a picture of a fish and a selection of colored contact lenses. KBBL is not responsible for the content of external sites. One Twitter user said, never judge the freshness of a fish by the googliness of their eyes. <laughs> Twitter user unblock you said the situation certainly looks fishy, while others praised the fish seller's creative marketing approach. In July, another Kuwaiti fishmonger was accused of stuffing his fish with steel nails to increase their weight and market value. It's a good idea. I'll do the same if I was a fisherman. (laughs) And story number three, new species of fish discovered with three sets of eyes. This comes from Sendai, Japan. Fishermen out of Shichigahama have made a startling discovery recently, pulling multiple fish out of the Bay of Sendai with three sets of eyes. The fish are all between 1.5 metres and 2.75 metres long, silver blue in colour with orange fins, with a large head-to-body ratio making them an undesirable catch for the Japanese fishermen. Of course, the most distinctive feature of the fish is a large gaping mouth and three sets of large eyes making them look more like a monster out of the latest kaiju movie than Catch of the Day. A close-up photo of the Sendai Oculo, the freshly discovered Japanese fish. Scientists have given the fish the name Sendai Oculo after the location it was found and the Latin word for eyes. Local fishermen have named it Warui Mahani, or bad eyes in English, as the new fish does not cook well according to reports from local chefs. The Bay of Sendai is notable for its proximity to the Fukushima Daishi nuclear plant, and environmentalists are concerned that the appearance of this new species of fish may be linked to the 2011 disaster. The recent appearance of Warui Mahani may be a sign that ongoing radiation fallout may be affecting the evolution of local fish, leading to irregularities such as the multiple eyes, claimed Dr. Akira Kurosawa, Professor of Marine Biology at Tohoku University, Sendai. We are concerned that this fish may not be the only bizarre fish to appear in the bay, which could lead to ecological devastation in the area and great harm to our local fisheries. Local fishermen are also concerned as Warui Mahani is becoming more numerous in their catches, limiting the value they can bring in from their boats. Before we bring in many salmon and tuna and our catches prize across Japan, said fisherman Tetsuo Hashimura. Now up to a quarter of the catch is bad eyes. We can't sell this monstrosity to anyone. You know what you've got to do, don't you, Drew? You know what you have to do. I think I do, Tom. I can feel it in my loins running up through. Gird them. Gird those loins. Absolutely. I'm girding them. I can feel the energy run up through my stomach, into my neck, out of my mouth. And these are my words. I feel like story number three. Don't know. It could be real. We've seen the episode of The Simpsons. The Simpsons usually get shit right. So that's story number three. Mm. Knocked out. (laughs) 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 That's not where I thought you were going with that, but I'm I'm, I'm glad you went there. Thank you. I I went right there. In and out. Um, Story number one. A little bit the same as Tom. 
But there you've was- got to admit that had some that had some Dan specials. Yeah. So with story number one, are you st- are you still locked on to that as the Furphy? One hundred percent. I'm not swaying from it, even though there was a, a Dan pun in story two. There was. I don't know if it was the same one, but the the one I know is with story number two. Like I, I can imagine a, f- a fisherman just like you know doing a bit to his stock to try and you know sh- shift some shift some more fish, even if it's the older shit. Um, with the googly eyes, that sounds like a really weird way to do it, but <laughs> sounds pretty funny. But just like with the random Twitter user saying it's it's fishy, I'm like, oh, I'm like, oh. Twitter's like that too. Twitter's very like yeah, that. and like depending on where this article comes from, would they be utilizing such a dumb, meaningless quote from Twitter? Like, I don't know. But I don't think Dan's sloppy enough. I don't think he'd be sloppy enough to put that in there. Oh, Dan is so sloppy, mate. Oh fuck, he's just he's no Hansel. He's smarter with his breadcrumbs. He's oh well. <laughs> He just he gets sloppy when he wants to, don't you, Dan? You might want to get sloppy for this story. Bloody come come next Friday we're gonna well, this Saturday is gonna be sloppy. Oh be very sloppy boys. Oh, sloppy you, sloppy. You sloppy fish stories. Stop it. <laughs> no. <laughs> but anyway, I think story number one. Story number one. He's brushing up on his legal jargon to get that lawyer's job to get back at him. hundred uh, percent. He could be. He could be. I'm. He's been very lawyery tonight. Like he's, <laughs> he's he's Barney Stinson and his finest. You should objection. You should see what he's wearing. Everyone, he's wearing a New Balance hoodie. He looks very professional. Hey, it's only over the top of my new lawyer suit. Ah, yes. <laughs> what power suit underneath? Yeah, you're just going to expose yourself. Like, ha! Ah, I am a lawyer. <laughs> I I really want to go story number one, but story number two is just like that. That one line. I'm like, surely. Do they need to say that it smells fishy? Like, haha, I get it. You know, it's a, it's a fish story and it's a bit nefarious. Um, I've got such admiration for Dan and his collection of stories. Like, they're always all so fucking outrageous mm. that any of them could be the Furfies. He is Captain Undetectable. He is. <laughs> that, that is great praise coming from you. <sighs> Mate, fucking, you'd, sniffer dogs would have a hard time around you. Yeah, they'd be smelling like, yeah. I can't smell shit, man. So, well, keep sniffing. Oh, I don't know. There's got to be something here. He's got some fucking cocaine <laughs> no. on his ankles. I don't know. He's got to be. Nah, there's still still Dan Stank on story number one. Mm. Look, what what we might do is I might double down number one. Because if, if Tom, look, if Tom's uh, hunch is right, I, I'm i torn between the first two stories. So it's probably going to be story number three, but both will look like idiots. Oh, but why not? Let's try and double down, make sure Dan doesn't write off uh, feeling too confident because we, we know Dan, he's a, he's a cocky bastard. We can't, so, uh, we can't stand So uh, you know how you said it's, it's we're between stories number one and two, so it's probably number three? Three. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> and Damn there you were some breadcrumbs in there, but Tets, Tetsuo, um, I remember back to our days in primary school where we had a visiting teacher from Japan. Tetsu, Tetsu's Tetsu. guard. Yep, that's his name. That yeah, was. I remember him. That was, yeah, breadcrumb, Tetsu. 
It's very, very small breadcrumb, but it's still a breadcrumb. You reckon we're going to go, oh, he used the name Tetsu. I remember that guy when he visited us in primary school. Yeah, fuck, Bloody Dan. That's not a breadcrumb. I who was that man. He, actually, it was really cool because, like, he was in our class for, like, you know, I can't remember how long. It felt like forever when I was a kid, but he went around to each um, kid's house, um, you know, for... I guess experience what it like a Australian family's like when he's visiting here, and he came over to our farm, and it was just me and him. I'm like, how I would have been nine years old, <laughs> just uh, showing him around the paddocks. Like these are my dogs, these are the sheep, and this is like the hill I go and play on in the paddock. And <laughs> could you imagine going to like reverse the roles, for example, going to Japan now, and like you're getting a tour of like you know this uh, this kid's house. <laughs> Nine years. It's like this is my Game Boy, and this is where I do my homework. And it's like, all right, cool, man. <laughs> but I, uh, I really remember the night because there used to be this show, absolutely loved. It was called Ace Lightning. You boys remember Ace Ooh. Lightning? Ooh. Um, and it was it, deep cut. It was the it was the final episode. Lord Lord Fear was going to be defeated, and. Uh, it was on at like uh, whatever time it was and I was not allowed to watch it because we had a guest, which is fair enough, obviously, but it took it took years to get back to that episode. Yeah. It took years and obviously by the time it got to the point, I was not into it as much, but I watched it anyway. But yeah, no, that, was a, that was a hard time, but I really did appreciate Tetsu visiting and Dan, I, I appreciate the nostalgia hit. Um, the, very, the very small breadcrumb that came yeah. out when I was like, I, I need a back. Japanese name. Mm-hmm. The other the other breadcrumb I thought Tom might have possibly picked up on, Akira Kurosawa, mm. two, two very Japanese cinematic names. Yeah, yeah. So son I, of a bitch. I, I just like, I, heard, I heard Akira. I'm like, no one was. Kurosawa name. is a very famous <laughs> Japanese director who directed, among other th- things, the film that inspired Star Wars. Mm. But anyways. You son of a bitch. He got us. He got I us was, good. I was Maybe the breadcrumbs that got laid were like double bluff breadcrumbs. Maybe there is no lawyer. Maybe this is all in our head. This is all. Maybe we've just taken the blue pill. Maybe we're just back in the simulation. And maybe I've taken the red pill and I'm seeing how far deep the rabbit hole goes. <laughs> Next time I'm cracking matrixes. <sighs> <laughs> Drew looks like he's better better to get up and just walk off. Oh, I can't. I'm just wearing my jocks. You'll see my balls. Oh, I'm I'm going to come down on on Saturday night, Sunday, whenever. I'm just going to walk in the door and Drew's just going to punch me in the face. Oh, yeah. I'll do that anyway, regardless of how I felt about you. Uh, So next episode, guys, are we recording in person or what are we doing? Let's let's organize it while we actually talk to each other. Yeah. So, Tom, what... what, uh, I prefer to do it like lunchtime, yeah. uh, not too late, if you know what I mean, uh, as far yeah. as like the kid goes. Um, Saturday, Sunday. What are we feeling? Um, well, do you have soccer Sunday? That's the thing about Sunday. You'll be playing we, we'll say, for the long weekend. I'm going back up on Tuesday. I mean, I can, I've blown off plenty well, of games. always of Monday. There is always Monday. Thanks, Queenie, for your birthday. Yeah. So I, I think I'll be able to fit in um, with you guys pretty much. So... Just mm. as long as it's not like, um, you know, late like this time of night. I can only oh. do 3 a.m., sorry. Heavens no. <laughs> that would be outrageous. Um, yeah, no. Um, lunchtime sounds good. Cool, Sounds cool. very good. So uh, Sunday or Monday? 
Uh, I'm happy to blow off another game of soccer to catch up with my boys. All right. All right. Well, we'll just blow off the real soccer for some Switch soccer. Oh, I do enjoy that, the Switch soccer. Strikers. Yeah, well, Mario Strikers is out this week too, Dan. We've got lots of soccer to play instead of real sports. So much soccer. <laughs> Mate, I will get my exercise through my thumbs. Thank you very much. <laughs> I will burn the calories that I would have burnt in a soccer game oh. just by moving my thumbs in a small, um, about 10 centimeter radius. Stress and anxiety will burn all the calories for me. Yeah. Well, if that was the case, we'll be just a skinny little, little, <laughs> little paper people. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, Sunday at uh, lunchtime it is, boys. I'm looking forward to seeing you here in the uh, spare bedroom bar, whatever you want to call it. Ooh, I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Very much looking forward to it. Lock it yeah. in. Yeah. Locked in, Eddie. I'm. Oh, mate. I'm not locked in. I'm chastity belted in. Let's go. <laughs> this is like the love guru type. You need like six keys and a oh. secret password from God. You better give me the bloody password to that chastity belt when you get here, Tom. Don't you bloody keep that thing all to yourself. It's cracking furvies. All right. <laughs> it's like a school locker where it's like it's got to be very precise and every morning you're like, fucking Christ, I just want to get my pencils so I can go to art class. I don't know. <laughs> Just, can we talk about school lockers quickly? Yeah, go for it, man. I, I'm the worst human being ever. Oh, we know that. I think that in high school, I I think there's probably still a school bag of mine rotting in Millicent High to this day. Mm. If they haven't burned the whole block of lockers oh. down. So, so, Drew, you know that weird smell that you can always smell coming <laughs> from high school? That's it. Oh, well, if you think you're the worst as far as smells go, um, like you, you might have left your bag and they had a banana. Oh. <laughs> but, well, they used to, underneath us, there used to be the spare locker. <laughs> so, like, what we would do is we'll save all of our rubbish and all of our shit and chuck it in this locker and lock it. <laughs> and it got to the stage where we had a um, vice principal at our school called Mr. Bell. He's like, what's that? Oh, and, and it got he's to the- still there. Yeah, and it got to the point where it's like, look, something stinks coming from this locker. Can everyone please open their locker? <laughs> so everyone's just like, yeah, there's nothing in there. Okay. And then we get to this one. He's like, who's is this? Like, oh, look, it's you know, it's no one's. It's just a spare locker. <laughs> Opens it. It's just fucking rotten bananas. and <laughs> oh, all, It's just a pile of shit. He's like, who did this? And uh, we're like, oh, I don't know. I don't know who did this. <laughs> and like for, for – I – um. <laughs> for science class in year eight, there was uh, I'll save that for another day. We've already told a stinky story. Yeah. Save it for, for another science day. In year eight, there was a spare locker. <laughs> yeah, so, oh. yeah. so yeah. High school was a wild time. Yeah, no, I just loved um, making stuff stink, I think, <laughs> at school. <laughs> uh. Well, boys, that was a great episode. I really enjoyed talking with you. It was nice to catch up with you. And, um, that was bloody good. Yeah, nice to see your faces, even though I see half of Dan's face at the moment. Ooh. That's all I need to say. I know what the other half looks like. He's very symmetrical. He's a handsome man. He is. I hope these looks hold me hold me well in the courtroom. Man. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his voice is breaking. He's been telling too many furfies. You sound like Tigger now. Hmm. From Winnie the hmm. Pooh. I love Winnie the Pooh's voice so much, man. It's so funny. You're now in the public domain, so I think I have my theme for the next oh, week. Oh, I'm excited. 
Can we can we I do know. a Winnie the Pooh movie? I know there's the horror one coming out, which looks absolutely hilarious. But so Winnie the Pooh's voice, like, oh, piglet, oh, oh, just, <laughs> oh, I just want some honey. <laughs> oh, just, Isn't oh. it nice? No, we can't be sued over this right now. Oh yeah, no. Just, oh, I'm Tigger. I have a problematic name. We can only make one if we can secure Charlie Day as Rabbit and get him to be a conspiracy theorist like Rabbit. <laughs> Mm, that might be tough. Good old Mitch. Nah, I reckon he'd be down for it. Mm. Hey, hey, Charlie. Um, do you want to be in this small, um, very minimally financed movie with three guys who have never made a movie before? Yeah, we sure. Five, yeah. We got five hundred bucks and a chopper chop. Do we have five hundred bucks and a chopper chop? I don't think we I'm do. I've got, got a chopper chop. Milk steak. Who's going to be giving them the five hundred bucks? I'm not. Well, I'm, Ash can. Oh, Ash. Yeah. Well, the thing the thing is, Ash, he's um, he'll have a bit of cash left over from his two month holiday, not working. Mate, he'll be fine. I don't call him cash money wallets for nothing. No, nah, well, no, nah, we definitely have our reasoning, and that's because he has five hundred bucks to put into our movie, which will not take off. But yeah, anyway, let's end it there, boys. Like I said, very fun. Enjoyed it. Hope all the listeners enjoyed the show as well. Of course, you can leave us an Apple Podcast review and Spotify review and all that type of stuff that helps out the show. But yeah, you know, one through actually uploads it. Boost it up. Share it around. Yeah, just share it with your friends, especially if your friend's cool. If they're not cool, they're probably not going to like the show because they're a a bit boring. They're probably listening to a Dan's Lawyer podcast discussing law in a very dry manner. On this episode, we'll be discussing discussing case study AH1387, Agnew vs. McRobert. Mm. The meat and potatoes battle. (laughs) The great meat and potatoes fight of... (sighs) Look, 2022. Look, I'm, I'm just saying that if you're actually trying to order something <laughs> and you want chips, you order chips, even though they're made of potato. And I'm just saying it's still on meat and potatoes, but meat and Oh, I don't know about that then. All right, boys, catch you later. Uh, yeah. I'm going to get to the pub and order some meat and the potatoes. What was that, oh, Dan? Maybe even a schnitty and some mashed potato. Well, mine, I'm Dan, and I'm going to the pub, and I want some potatoes. So I ordered potatoes, and I got chips. I'm like, this is fine. I wanted chips when I ordered potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. Kraken Furfies is lovingly crafted and recorded in the southeast of South Australia. The show is produced and hosted by me, Drew Agnew, and my co-hosts are Ash Wallace, Daniel Treadray, and Thomas McRobert. If you enjoy my work here as well as on my other podcasts, The House of Mario, Encore at The House of Mario, and A Drew Story, help spread the word by sharing us with a mate or leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you'd like to show further support and help me achieve my goal of freeing up one working day a week to spend more time refining and creating podcasts, please consider checking out patreon.com slash idruby where for only $1, you get access to my secret recordings where I share everything behind the scenes. A big thank you to the legend DJ for supporting the content at the podcast producer level on Patreon. From the bottom of my heart, thank you.